You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. We are back after taking the last Thursday or Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> we took both we took days them off. off. Jeez, I'm sounding like Joe Biden. Oh, my God. All right. I'm not nearly as old as him. Uh, we are back, ready to go for uh, another edition of Scatter Shooting. I'm your genial host, at least most times, Randy Renner. And I'm your angry host, Jeremy Griffin. And I'm Cupid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if you know, it, that's fair because he is a fat little baby in a diaper. Oh. <laughs> Not in a diaper yet. <laughs> I mean, you're getting there. I'm getting ads for adult diapers, though. Uh, you're you're running account. around in a in a scooter too. So, I know. I mean, you know. I'm 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 uh, I'm injured. Keep it on wheels. That's what he is. Yes, uh, Tom with a uh, broken ankle, so he was on the DL uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, you're well on your way to recovery. I am. So that's great. Had man. surgery a week ago, and uh, yeah. So he was questionable last week. So we went yeah. And just we called the I game. had surgery yeah, on Tuesday, we, so <laughs> podcast was not a real. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd have been up for it on Wednesday after surgery I see, on Tuesday. See, and this is where I disagree. I, you may not have been up for it, but I think it would have been a great podcast. Uh, me too. Because <laughs> you were pain, on... Kill, pain meds. Yeah, yeah. You were on some, you know, some pretty good Well, guess there. what? Actually, I have not been. I've been super lucky so far, mm. folks. I I have only been managing my pain with Tylenol, so... Really nice. Yes. They prescribed me some uh, oxy codone mm-hmm. but i have not taken a single one is that your retirement plan you sell that on the street <laughs> that's right so you know it's not going to pay for all this <laughs> exactly <laughs> well randy's painkiller is sitting next to him as, as is mine oh, oh. that's a pretty good painkiller we are too. fitting for ourselves of course since uh since tom can't be the normal yeah. host that he is so you know what i don't know. i don't quite understand oh, here why we go. he bailed out here, here we go he can make his own crap can and, and you know what he doesn't make a drink with his ankle. I know. <laughs> you know, That's what I, I mean, was what does too. that matter? I was like, you know, is it, Man. It, I, and here's the only thing I can figure out. His creative process, it requires pacing. That's, that's the you free pass I'm going to oh, give him. okay. That he's like, you, you know, what you, am I going to make? You could have at least waited three or four weeks to start in on I mean, we could have, but as <laughs> you well know, I do not believe in too soon. I just, it's <laughs> right. not even a thing. That's true. When your, when your shoulder was hurting you, we didn't, we didn't lay off not you. Not one second. No, we really didn't. But it's it's all right. It's all right. So, so basically, for the next what six weeks or so, because he's a lazy. Boy. Yeah, five more weeks. Yeah, I told you. I, I told you today. Five we'll just more tell weeks, you right Jeremy. now. I'll be having a screwdriver, and Tom will be having uh, or Tom, uh, <laughs> Randy. Randy will be having a wild turkey. We're all we're all having Joe now, Biden now, moments today. In, in fairness, God. I will say, uh, Tom, thank you. I shouldn't even give you crap because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't bring the vodka or the orange juice. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> so, I, do, I do. I do have supplies. Do They're have still supplies. in place. Yeah, it's fantastic mm-hmm. news. Fresh supplies, even, which goes back to how the freak can't you make us a drink if you can get fresh supplies? Right? Because 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 <laughs> times have changed, my friend. Uh, Think, oh, I would have hated geez. to have this. I would have hated to have this injury twenty years ago with no food delivery. No, Dude, for real. Uh, just there's so many things that make it easier to be injured these days. Let me tell you, <laughs> Amazon is a godsend. Holy cow! Yeah, but you're still screwed because your mailbox is thirty million miles away. <laughs> yes, <laughs> somebody, it sure is. somebody has to take my trash out and pick up my mail still that's correct you know, sounds when like you, i need to get injured when you uh <laughs> when you texted me and asked for us to stop and get your mail i was thinking 
Jeez, has Tom not picked up his mail in two weeks since no, the I, last time we were over I, here? I, just when any, anybody comes and gets me to do anything, we stop and get my mail. But, oh, okay. but on this little knee scooter I got, that would be a long haul, a quarter, <laughs> quarter mile on the yeah. knee scooter. It would be, but... Actually, it would be a half mile because it would be a quarter mile each way. Man, so. it, there it's you go, two. yeah. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. But. <laughs> it would be. It sure would. I get the drone up. See if I wipe. See, now, if I could have got a motorized one, which I think they make. Oh, that's an dangerous. An though. electric oh, knee scooter. Yeah, oh, there my you God. go. Maybe they don't make them. I don't know. Well, well, you need to find out. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know, I know some guys. We Google. can make that one electric. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Sweet. Just put a little yeah, weed, yeah. a little weed eater motor on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. There's well, it's been so long since we've done one of these, I hardly know where to start. But Well, there's a lot that's happened. Before we get into all the crap that's going on, uh, let's, uh, why don't we talk about a little bit of fun uh, stuff? Is there fun things to talk about? Thunder basketball! Whoa, hey, Come on, man! My bad, I forgot what's, the boys in yes. blue! What's, what's their record right now, Randy? Renner? 40 million and one. Uh... <laughs> Is it 40 oh, wins yet? No, they're not. No, not quite. Okay. Uh, last night they won there. It was 37th. Or 30, they're 36, 37. Man, are, you, you really, are you already picking out the uh, the libations that you're going to buy with, no. your, with your gift certificates? I wouldn't either. No, There's no. no guarantees. I, no, I'm no. Guarantee. Guarantee. You know what, dude? I think I'm going to, I'm a lock. You, no guys, you guys have written me off because I had to guess within one. Right. But guess what, bros? 48. Uh, is that yours? 49. 49. Mine's 48. Yours is it? 47. Oh, that's right. So <laughs> And Randy's was 50. Right. 50. So in other words, right. if it's 48 or 49. And if it's 40, if it's, yeah. Because it has to be, you can't go over. Well, that's not true. No, you. No, why we never did said I win, that. But we did say I won at 48. Maybe you chose 46. Maybe that's Maybe. why I won at 48. Yeah, we'll have to review. You but. won at well, 46, you, uh, 47. That's I, right. If I, you, you texted us all everything that we Yeah, I ain't going back. Picked, I think. <laughs> I will just simply <laughs> gaslight to make sure I win. All that's right. how it's going to work. Thunder so, are 37 and 17. So 37 and 17. So you think they're only going to win 11 more games this, this season? Me? Uh, Jeremy, yeah. No, 12. Uh, let me do the math. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I think they're going to win 12 more games this season. Okay. They're way past 49. the halfway point. I keep thinking 48 for some reason. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, let me we'll, we're going to see. I but... hope. Well, I don't know what I hope. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not going to risk uh, us not having home court advantage for me to, <laughs> to, to, to win claim a little, victory yeah. here. Well, and, and you know, right now, uh, the top of the Western Conference is is pretty packed. You know, uh, uh, what was it? Three, four days ago, the yeah. four four teams were tied for yeah. first place. And the way it is uh, going into tonight's games now, the Thunder are done for the All Star break, but a few right. more teams have a couple more games. The T Wolves are in first place. The Thunder are one game behind Minnesota. The Clippers are two games behind Minnesota. And Denver is two games behind Minnesota. So two games separate the top four teams mm-hmm. in the West. And then you have a little bit of a break because Phoenix is fifth and they're six games behind mm. Minnesota. So right now, it looks like Minnesota, Oklahoma City, the Clippers, and the Nuggets will be in the top four spots in some order. Four, yeah. yeah. More than likely, but there are still about 20 games or 25 games. 
I wonder. Left. I wonder. Yeah, I, obviously, it. somebody knows, but we will, probably don't. Is on paper who's which one of those teams has the the hardest schedule after the All Star break? Oklahoma well, they, City. You think? I don't know, but here's well, why I would say that because we don't have many home games left. Okay. Well, the other here. Uh, this was about two weeks ago because yes, you can you can find that out. And send right. back, somebody put it out that the Thunder, I think, had the at that time the second easiest schedule mm. left of the either in all the NBA or among the teams at the top of the West. I forget what, uh, but uh, they survived a brutal January. You know, when they had 17 games, 11 on the road, and five sets of back-to-backs. And they got through that, mm-hmm. even though they lost a couple games that you look back on and go, golly, that was a terrible loss. Yeah. But still, I mean, they had a fine, you know, their record was good. And, and you know, they've made a, a couple moves. Uh, you know, one at the trade deadline, one past the trade deadline, getting Gordon Hayward. Oh, yeah. He didn't play last night, did he? He won't play till after the All-Star. Yeah, he's oh, not going to. And okay. neither will uh, Bismack be I forgot about that. Okay, so I didn't hear about the this one, Bismack. What happened there? Tell me about that one. Well, that was after the, the uh, trade deadline, and, and Biombo had been released by the Memphis Grizzlies, so they basically signed him as a free agent. That's cool. Because in the trade uh, that brought Gordon Hayward to Oklahoma City, because of Hayward's salary yeah the thunder sent three guys to charlotte right uh vasa michich yeah. trey Mann, yeah uh and uh dobby's Bertans, <laughs> and they all played uh, the other night in fact michich had a really Start, good yeah. game and uh so i was happy for those all all three of those guys played <laughs> and had good games and sometimes it just takes a and of course, Charlotte is in a much different situation mm-hmm. than Oklahoma City. The, you know, the Hornets have struggled all year, and so they want to give those guys a good run to see if they can help them. But anyway, the Thunder sent three guys out, so they had two space. open roster spots on the 15-man roster. Mm-hmm. And then they promoted uh, Lindy Waters, the former they OSU did. star. Good. They gave Lindy a full NBA contract. So he filled in one of those slots. That's then awesome they brought up a kid uh, from the G League, Who? Adam Flagler, from the Oklahoma City Blue. They gave him a two-way contract really? to take the place of Lindy. And then they still had an open roster spot. And so that's when they brought in Biombo. That's awesome. And he's a... Because you know I work with the Blue. Sure. And we had a blue game last night, and so I didn't hear any of this. So I'm excited for Flagler. Because, mm-hmm. And I'm surprised, to be honest, because Flagler didn't get a lot of minutes with the blue. I mean, just this season. He hasn't had a lot of minutes, so I'm, it's kind of surprising. But Well, he's uh, he's got the, two way, the two-way uh, contract because, you know, this season they're allowed to have three players on two-way uh, contracts. Which would be a Sar, uh, Keontae Johnson. Keontae Johnson. And now yes. Flagler. And now uh, Flagler. Lindy moves up to the regular roster. Right. Biombo, uh, while he was in Memphis, he's uh, 6'8", 255 pounds. Mm. But he has a huge wingspan, like 7 feet 6 inches. Wow. And he's a really good rebounder. 
In fact, uh, in Memphis, he averaged six and a half rebounds a game, which is pretty good for a guy that doesn't start. And uh, I think this year in Memphis, he averaged, I think, was five points and six and a half rebounds a game. And he's a big body (laughs) guy who can bang around. Mm Mm-hmm. So, which, which is good because Hayward didn't really help us in that uh, right area. Right, there was a lot of However, criticism of that that I heard from people. I did too. Uh, you know, people. Well, uh, but here's we here's the thing with Gordon Hayward though. He's a, a Vet. veteran guy who can do Shoot. a lot of things offensively. He's a good uh, assist guy too. Yes, yeah. he can do a lot of things offensively. He's not. And he's decent on the defensive end. But, you know, this Thunder team, a lot of people were talking about, well, they need more size, you know, at that five spot, especially Mm -hmm. at least to relieve Chet. The problem, if you bring in a big body guy, somebody, you know, to directly go up against somebody like Nikola Jokic, Mm -hmm. let's say, it kind of screws up the Thunder offense, the way they're playing. Because the the Thunder lead the league in drives to the basket. Mm. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, as an individual player, mm-hmm. leads the league in drives to the basket. Well, one of the reasons that those guys can drive to the basket is because the lanes are open. open. Yeah. yeah. There's spacing. You know, we've all heard talk about, well, you got to have more spacing. If you bring in somebody that's going to be down there, then there's not as much room to maneuver. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's give and take and that sort of thing. When you you lose a little bit, certainly, on the rebounding side. Yeah. And the Thunder are not particularly good. I think they're 21st, 22nd in the NBA and pure rebounding numbers. They're 28th in rebounding percentage. Yeah, but if you look at, like, we're watching the replay right now of, of the, the Orlando game. game, yeah. Just just then, all five Thunder players were beyond the three-point arc in their offensive setup. Yeah. 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 So you're not going to get some of those, uh, because that, that's just... It's a reality. That's just not, yeah, it's a reality. It's not the way they play. Now, people have said, well, when you get to the playoffs, things change. And, yeah. you know, and we all... I've watched enough Thunder playoff games to know that, yes, things really do change in the playoffs. But I think Biombo will help, and I think Gordon Hayward, I think Gordon Hayward will help also because he can fit in with the way they play. Yeah, he's a three-point shooter. Right now. And and he's got size. I mean, Hayward's 6'7", 6'8", you know, something like that. He's a really good player, so I'm really interested to see, and... uh, Mark Degnault was asked the other day when they might play. And, uh, you know, Hayward's coming off that cap injury, but he's basically healthy mm-hmm. and Biombo's healthy. But Degnault <laughs> said, hey, we're not going to put either one of them in until after the All-Star break because, you know, we want to make sure that they mesh in with our system and all like that. He said, we want to, as, as he put it, it, it's almost at this point in the season – it's almost like, you know, you're trying to merge onto the freeway. Right. You know, you don't want to cause any collisions or anything. You want a nice, seamless merge onto the highway. Well, you've got to protect what you have. And sure. you don't want to do anything that's going to jack that up. Right. Yeah. And, you know, since, you know, they've won two games in a row, 
going into the all-star break so they're in a, a pretty good position and this this gives those guys a chance to really figure out how things are here in oklahoma city and uh so i'm really interested to see how it's how it's going to work i'm i'm kind of fired up about it and and you know we'll see right now the thunder in a position where most people thought they would not be uh right at the top of the of the western conference and so you know really no matter what happens it's been it's been a great season so far yeah and so Hmm. and my uh, magic number by the way is 13 13 wins (laughs) yeah Yeah. yep and they're playing the magic because of course mine's 12 well, this was after the magic because they won yeah, this. I know. My magic number was 14 going into, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, you just, uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, no, I predicted uh, 50 wins and they need 13 more of those to get yeah, there. They're going to finish with 55. So there's that. Yeah, probably. Well, they have, uh, what is that? I think 28 games. Is that right? Twenty eight, yeah, yeah. twenty eight yeah. games I mean, left because they, they're thirty seven and seventeen. Right, they and play if you keep games. that win percentage, we're yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, you know, yeah. hey, I feel pretty good. But you know, you also saw, like we had talked about, you know, when things were going really good, and you're like, well, you know, somebody gets hurt. Well, you know, J Dub missed five games, mm-hmm. and they were a little bit lost at times without him. You know, yeah. and he had thirty three points last is he, night. Is he the second leading scorer of the team? He's got to uh, be, Yeah, right? yeah, he yeah. is now. Yeah, he's at now. Uh, he's averaging almost 20 points a game. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Chet has come down a little bit. Chet was averaging about 18 points a game a little earlier. He's now down to about 16, 16 and a half, I think. And, of course, Shea is at 31 Chet, and a half, I think. And Chet has good games. Chet has bad games. I think a lot of it is Chet is matchups for Chet. Sure. Yeah, because- and, and here's the other thing that Chet – kind of addressed this a, a little bit the other day in that um you know last season he sat out with the injury and yep. he was able though to kind of get a feel for the nba season but what he wasn't able to get was a, a feel for physically stamina the yeah. nba season yeah, 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 yeah. and remember in college basketball you know, uh, even if you go all the way to the national championship game, generally you're only playing about 35 games. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Which is half of less than half less, of less than half NBA season of an yeah. NBA season, and so it, he kind of talked about it that it's just the and also in college, unless you're in a tournament, mm-hmm. you're not playing back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not playing three games in four nights. I was going to say, sometimes you get five ga- five days yeah, off right. in between games. Right. That's true. And and so it's a totally different animal. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once you kind of get uh, adjusted to that, and I, I so I think, and, and Chet's basically said, you know, it's a mental drain, a physical drain, and it just takes a little bit to kind of get used to that. So the all-star break is going to be nice. Yeah. Do you think, uh, and this is just conjecture, of course, but uh, do you think if Chet had played last year, he would be as good as he is this year? Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, he might. Well, at this point of the season, he might be better than he is now. Really? Uh because he would have had a full season last year. No, no, no. I'm saying, do you think he would have performed last year the same way he's performing this year? Oh, I, bet. He I, no. would, I would say no, right? No, because no, he had no. so much time to 
evaluate, watch right. film, and all that the helped things. him. Yeah. That helped him a lot mentally to uh, get ready. For, and he, surely he had plenty of time in the in the gym as well. Couldn't work on. Sure, there were certain things he couldn't you know. do, but but you know he could work on some weights, and then as he got a little healthier, he could do right. you know some non-contact stuff and and things like that. So no, I don't think he would be having the kind of year he's having. Now, which is kind of interesting, and the reason but I asked if, that. But if he played last year, oh, he would have been doing way to better. Today, yes, sure. he would be doing better, agreed, probably agreed. than what he is. I, I bring it up because I think he's probably the front runner for rookie of the year. Um, he run one rookie of the month uh, twice now, I think, and. And so I, I say that to say because what Victor uh, Wimbenyana would have been the well those those two are still probably and it just depends. Wimby has had the problem with Wimby is he's on a really bad, bad team. team yeah and Chet's on a really good team but some of Wimby's individual statistics have been outstanding you know the other night the other night Wimby had a triple double mm. with blocks oh wow points rebounds blocks well he's seven foot. 12 right right yes he's a big guy <laughs> so i mean there will be it i i would expect a close vote yeah but i would think it, it'll be between chet and and Wimbenyama. well and my my uh thing on behalf of Wimbenyama is the fact that he didn't have the advantage that chet had right <laughs> you yeah. know that's why i wondered what your thoughts <laughs> were on that well so, anyway uh, i hope he wins it though it's uh it'd be good i think he's He's way better than I expected him to be. Um, so I think that's good, too. Chet or yeah, Wimby? Chet. I mean, what's funny is, you know, you look at Chet and you're just thinking, man, I just don't feel like he's going to move around the court. He feels like he'd be lumbering in his approach. Yeah, he doesn't look that way, does he? He doesn't. He's no. way more spry than I expected. And I was concerned that he's so skinny that he would have trouble going up against yeah. guys like Jokic. Yeah. And he's held his own against Jokic. He really I has. mean, he kind of got pushed around in that first game against Denver, which was like the third game of the season. Right. Mm -hmm. And then in the games after that, he's held his own with going up against some of those big guys. Can you imagine if he so, puts on let's say 30 pounds of muscle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going to be difficult to deal with. He would be yeah, yeah. near impossible, man. Um, so I've been, uh, really, I've, I've been impressed with all of them. It's yeah. been a great season. And, you know, this is as good a time as any to bring up the, what Carmelo Anthony said the other day mm -hmm. when he was asked about the Thunder organization. And uh, Mello said that the Thunder organization is, in his opinion, the best in the NBA. And he's played for seven different teams and is, you know, was in the league for 20 years. So he's gotten an up close look at, you know, what's going on around the NBA. Did he qualify that? Uh, like any specifics? Yeah. He said, as far as how they deal with players, mm. you know, how they treat players with, um, uh, you know, all the stuff that they provide for them. Uh, and he said that Presti and the coaches and the staff have always been very honest and very open as to, hey, here's what we're thinking and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And just their overall approach to everything. He said they're the, the best run organization in the nba and he said he and presti are still uh close even though he was you know he was traded to atlanta right you know then and he said that you know it's a 
it's basketball, it's a business and everything going on. He said, I got no problem with that. And he said, we're, you know, he said he and Presti talk frequently. Mm. And, you know, so I was really, you know, when somebody like Mello says that. That's a bigger deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal. And, and from, from being on the, and I got to be careful how I word this, um, <laughs> but from being on uh, the Thunder side uh, where we're, we're, my role is focused on the show, right? It's when someone comes to the arena, we will make sure they have a good time. And so uh, that's, that's my role. And given, given what I know about our limitations when it comes to and our limitations as set by the basketball ops folks, um, I could definitely vouch for the fact that what Carmelo is saying is, is probably very much true. I would argue that the Thunder organization is definitely player centric. Uh, and I'm not saying that as a good oh, or yeah. bad thing. It's just, it's definitely yeah, player centric. No you know, about that. You know yeah. and, and think of it in terms of, this was a great example. So, the other night, and this was just funny. I don't know if this would have been televised or not, but anyone in the arena would have seen this, and I thought it was just funny. But we uh, honored um, uh, oh Shay. I'm like, what's his name? Uh, we we honored Shay for being named as an All Star uh, starter, starter, but just an All Star in general. And uh, it was funny because it's on court, and we we have to do this before the game tips off, right? So this is four minutes before. Not technically not tip off before before you start the, all the anthem and stuff, and uh, they're doing shoot around, and and Shay is having to stop his routine to come to the center court and hold this trophy basketball thing, and stand there with people, and you can see he keeps cutting his eyes looking over at one of our people who have to get him there. And he's like, can I go yet? Can I go yet? And he's on camera. <laughs> so you see it. He's like looking over. And when he looks over, his face goes deadpan. When he's looking forward, he's smiling. <laughs> and, and it's just like, I mean, I was like, dude, I feel you, bro. This is a family photo all over again. <laughs> but my point is, is, you know, other organizations would probably be a little more forceful with the players and saying, hey, especially when you're talking about, we're honoring you for being an all-star. Like, it's all right if you miss your shoot around. You know what I mean? But these guys are so player-centric. It's like, no, it's not. We're not going to do anything to disrupt their routine. Mm-hmm. And and the person who, in my opinion, has probably one of the hardest jobs in that organization is one Matt Tumbleson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is the head of PR uh, for the Thunder. So he's, because he has to manage all of that. Right. And, uh. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was funny. But uh, Thunder will be, uh, and uh, the All-Star game is Sunday. Shea will be starting uh, at a guard spot for the Western Conference. And Chet Holmgren, J-Dub, and Cason Wallace, Cason Wallace will play in the uh, Rising Stars Challenge games on Friday night. I got so to say, Cason Wallace has turned into one of my favorite players on the team. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. It's saying a lot. I He's like, a rookie from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You know how Thunder have like, what, five or six Kentucky guys, I think? Yeah. And uh, he's been out. He's been out saying it'd be fun to watch those guys in the Rising Stars Challenge. Oh, yeah. And then they'll be back in action at home uh, next Thursday in a big, big game with the L.A. Clippers mm-hmm. because and, the Clips are and it's one the game first, behind the Thunder. It's the first of uh, back-to-back at home. 
So Thursday, Friday next week. And then uh, for those who are interested, three games and two nights for any Oklahoma City basketball fans. Because you got uh, Thunder Thursday night, Blue Friday morning, oh. Thunder thir- Friday night. Okay. There we go. There it is. So it uh, should be fun. And it'll be uh, it'll be great to see just how far they go. Okay. That's pretty much all the good news. Now, yeah. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, it's it is just amazing to me how go Randy rant rant things are with the Biden administration now and the, the the federal government as a whole I mean I'm talking Democrats and Republicans I mean it is the worst I think probably I've ever seen uh, in just getting stuff done and avoiding things that are freaking stupid mm. and uh and i'm tired as i wrote i have a list of stuff is. i wanted to talk about and at the top of the list i am so tired of biden lies i mean he lies i well give us actually, an example let me, t- let me take that example. back maybe he's not lying okay. maybe it's just that his dementia is so bad he doesn't know what the truth is because uh, the other night at the National Association of Counties convention, he said, because Trump didn't move on vaccinating Americans, we lost a million people. Well, didn't lose. I mean, they died. Uh, he And what he obviously has forgotten or is just lying about the whole vaccination process started under Donald Trump with Operation Warp Speed. The first people to be vaccinated, Joe Biden wasn't president. Right. Trump was. He may, now, have, thought he, he may have thought he was president. Well, though. that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what I meant. <laughs> he can't he maybe he can't, maybe he can't, he's not really lying. He can't he remember when know. he was vice president. Well, so. most and of the time he says he's a senator. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, there was that time when in uh, you know, the run-up to now. the election where I remember, and, and this was during the pandemic, and I remember it was just so incredible. He was doing a speech, and you still saw Trump in front of these big crowds, pandemic or no. Mm-hmm. And Joe is at a drive-in movie theater, Yeah. okay? And there are about six cars in the parking lot <laughs> with people watching him because of the separation. Right. And yeah. he comes out and gets up on this makeshift stage and says, and this was in, I believe it was in Ohio where this was going. It's and he said, hi, I'm Joe Biden. I'm running to be your senator from Delaware. <laughs> Whoops. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, that is the perfect segue into the HER report. Um, the special counsel that Merrick Garland appointed to investigate Biden's handling of confidential documents, uh, top secret government documents, and whether he that Biden should face charges, which quite frankly... A, at the time, Joe Biden was not, when, when he stashed all these documents in his garage with his Corvette and at various other places, he was not 
a former president of the United States. He was not the current president of the United States. As a vice president and as a senator, he had no power, no authority to keep the mm-hmm. documents that he had. Mm-hmm. Only the president of the United States can have that kind of stuff if they're classified. Now, he can have <clears throat> papers, but they can't be classified documents. Maybe explain this to me. I don't, under- I don't know that I can truly I know, explain anything I don't when under- it comes to the I don't understand. But- this has been a problem for many, many, many decades of government uh, up employees in the higher end in government, uh, senators and, and congressmen and presidents and vice, taking do- boxes and boxes of documents. Why? What, what well, here's are the reason. Tra- is or, every one of them trying, are they trying no, to take stuff they don't want other people to see? No, no. It's a, a, a president of the United States can declassify classified documents. Now, the reason that many former presidents take those documents is to put them in their the library, library. Okay. You know, that is generally constructed, you know, after, mm-hmm. I don't know that there'll ever be one for Trump probably, but that's, you know, the uh, the JFK library, the LBJ library, the Reagan library. You don't think Trump Bush, will, get, will make a, will well, do a library? Well, nobody's talked about it yet. Oh, He's been a will. former president for I understand three that, but there'll be, a, there'll be a Trump library. Uh, so anyway, me. that's... It'll be that's, gold. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> and he will build That's it. That's why they do and that. If and, they build and, it, they will come. And they're yeah, allowed, and build they're it. allowed right. to do that. And they he can, will. They can declassify classified documents because they're the president of the United yeah. States. They declassify that stuff and then they can take it and they can put it in there's their nobody library. That, there's, nobody that loves, the, there's nobody that loves Trump more than Trump. Oh, that's probably true. Uh, but I, I like but Trump, the, too. The, I'm, not, I'm not knocking the man. I'm just You just don't stating, love him as right. much as he does. I'm just stating but the, a point. the vice president does not have that power, <laughs> right. and senators or Congress people right. do not have that power. So, number one, what Joe had in his possession, some classified documents dating back to when he was a senator, that in and of itself is a violation. But are they that's taking, against the law. But are they taking that stuff because they, want, uh, they don't want other people to see well, that, it? I'm guessing the reason Joe Biden took I mean, it is I mean, so I'm he just can sell to... it to the Chinese nah, and get ten yeah. percent no, for but, the big guy. But here's the thing: I want to back up what Randy said based on what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, there is the, the classified document isn't a one of a kind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah he doesn't others, right. he doesn't take it so no one will see it because there's more of those. Right, he's taking it because for one reason or another. Because he believes it will somehow benefit him. Okay, that's as simple as yeah. The, when when you're talking would, about Joe Biden, or quite frankly, any, probably most any, of those. I was going to say, I'm right, assuming right. that's a true for all of them. It that probably, probably is. How, with this one singular caveat, and I think this is a big deal, is what you said, Randy, about the presidential library. If if you're Trump, let, well, let's let's not say Trump. If you're Barack Obama. And you said, or even Bill Clinton, because this was part of his thing, he went and said, hey, I want to see the documents on the uh, UFOs in Roswell. If he goes and he gets documents that can be, or that are classified, he can take them for his library and declassify them and say, boom, here you go. And so there would be a reason, that wouldn't even necessarily benefit him. That's just benefiting humanity, arguably. So, 
you know, I think that's the thing to remember as a president taking classified documents. That's your point, is that you intend to declassify them. And in fact, it's well, the only way to do it legally is to, to declassify them. Right. And so it should be just by default. And this is this is the actual legal argument that by taking them, you de facto declassify them. So we'll see. Uh, and, and uh, you know, he lied about, you know, he was in the news conference. One of the ones, you know, they asked him about it and he, he said they were in either locked cabinets or uh, file cabinets that could be locked. Right. Well, and then, you know, there are all those photos of broken down boxes in his dadgum garage. Yeah. With the, and those were classified files from Afghanistan mm. and Iraq mm. that were just hanging out in his garage in his house in Delaware. And, of course, Hunter was there. So the assumption is that, you know, Hunter, on one of his coked up, uh, you know, whatever, had gone down to the garage and could thumb through the various documents that he could then sell to the Chinese or the Iraqi or whomever. And then, of course, 10% to the big guy. And uh, I'm just, mm, I'm just sick of it. And the, the 300 and some odd page report that the special counsel put out went into all these details and basically, and you know, the Democrats are all in flames about what he said about Joe Biden's mental acuity and that they said, you know, hey, that's crossing a line, that shouldn't be in here. Well, it, I, Who, and, you know, and they're, they're uh, flamed. Uh, what, no, Trump no, said? they're no, they're flamed about the report from oh, the oh, special oh. counsel. Special, special counsel. Did you not read all three hundred and twenty-nine pages, Tom? I'm Who still, th- I'm, still uh, thumbing, I'm still thumbing through it. Well, you know, when he talked about that, that Biden could not remember when he was vice president, and could not remember when his son Bo died, mm. and. The Democrats have seized on that to say that's below the belt. That had no reason to be in there. They're saying this guy was, and he was, he was a, a, a U.S. attorney appointed by Trump. So they're naturally saying it's a Republican hit job. Well, the reason that that stuff was in there, and I, you know, hey, some of the reasons might be I'm going to get this guy. Maybe, sure. I don't know. But legally, the reason that he put some of that stuff in there is to because he didn't charge Biden with things where he quite frankly should have been charged with just because those documents were in his possession was illegal, right. no matter what he was doing with them, because at the time he had no power to declassify them. But he's saying the reason we're not going to charge him is because we don't think we can win the case because the jury is going to see him. Right. They're going to see that he has no idea what he's, he's talking got, about. Right. He has no memory of any of that. You know, when they asked him, well, you know, he thought his staff was taking care of it. He wasn't sure where they were and it, they turned up in different places. So he's saying, look, he can't even remember when he was vice president. Can't remember when his son died. Well, they want to have their cake and eat it too. You can't be sharp as a tack and also claim uh, senility when it yes. keeps you out of jail. And right, and so you know there and Corinne Jean Pierre and all these other people with the administration are talking about shouldn't have brought up his son Bo. 
you know, that he know he knows exactly when Bo died. Well, and I'm the... like, well, then, okay. No, he doesn't. Right. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even know where his son died. Because how many times, how many times, I mean, we've seen Biden talk about his son a lot. Oh. I don't remember, and I, maybe I'm, I mean, you know, hey, I have my issues. <laughs> I don't remember ever hearing Joe Biden talk about being at his son's bedside at the hospital in Delaware when he died of brain cancer. All I have heard is Joe talking about his son being killed in action yeah. in either <laughs> Afghanistan <laughs> or Iraq. I've heard him say both, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, when he's off the cup and just talking. So not only does he know not know when he died, which, by the way, was 2015 at a hospital in Delaware, doesn't know when he died and doesn't know where he died. And let me just say, if you're, I have two kids, and unless I was suffering from Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. I would know exactly when and where one of them had died. Sure. That is not something, you know, and Corinne Jean-Pierre, you know, was talking about, well, I mean, he sat there for five hours answering questions and he had he had just had a big meeting. He had a lot on his mind. A lot on his mind? You would never forget that unless you're suffering from Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever it is that he has. Mm -hmm. And this is not... This is a national security issue. Sure. He's the president of the United States, or mm. that's what we all think he is. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody else he does go behind by the curtain. He does go by But that, that is oh. his title. So, you know, and, and then they're talking about how terrible this is, and they brought out people saying, well, that's not true. I've been in all kinds of meetings, and oh, he's sharp as a tack and all like this. Well, reporters who, I mean, the other night when he came out and... <laughs> did that news conference it was almost like trump was standing there mm -hmm. because i mean the reporters were like sharks after a hunk of bloody meat which is I rare mean, which is rare well in while biden's been yes. i mean it was all the time no, i know trump was that's president. what i'm saying very rare that i mean it's never and i remember he he made his statement and then he said and now i'll take some questions and you could see him because i was watching you could see him reaching for his piece of paper that had the reporters he was going to call on that were going to presumably throw him a softball. Mm. Like, by the way, what what did you tell the prosecutor your favorite ice cream was? Yeah. And they just shouted him down. <laughs> and then he got mad, you know, for them suggesting that he doesn't know when or where his son died. But let me just tell you, he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And um, And then, of course... <laughs> When he's talking about his memory is fine and he knows what he's doing, it was in the next sentence, he was talking about talking with the president of Mexico, Sisi, right. about opening a gate to the Gaza Strip. Right. And I'm like, Mexico and a gate to the Gaza Strip, which is halfway around the world. That's a heck of a gateway. Yeah. And then I'm thinking... Cece's not the president of right. Mexico. It's Obrador is the president of Mexico. Cece is the president of Egypt. Egypt. So right after he had told everybody there is nothing wrong with my cognitive abilities, he confuses mm. Mexico and Egypt. Well, there are some pyramids in Mexico. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, from the uh, Incas and the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. 
You know, nobody questions who, who made those pyramids like they do the Egyptians. Uh, true. Uh, aliens. Uh, but it's just, gosh. And, you know, and the other thing that I find hilarious is that they're saying the special counsel is lying, made this up. You know, everybody's like, well, geez, I've been in a million meetings with him, and he's absolutely... And so then the reporters are asking Corrine Jean-Pierre, well, well then, the best way to settle this, I mean, this whole conversation, there's transcripts, videos, just release the videos. <laughs> and, and then she, and she's like, uh, well, I, I, well, that's really, that's that's never... But if... Well, hey, if you want, if you are saying that he was sharp in this and that special counsel was lying, the best way to prove that is to release the release the videos. Mm. Well, you know, we might it's something that, and then so there's so you're saying you're not going to release them. No, no, I'm not saying we're not going to release them. I'm just saying it's a process. You, well, wouldn't that be the best way to show the American people that he's fine? If he is fine, just release the transcripts and the videos. Well, look, well it, we may end up doing Really? Well, look, it's, it, it's widely known by the American public, Randy, because I just saw this week a poll, 87% yeah. of the country thinks he's this too Republicans, old. Democrats, everybody, everybody. 87. Nothing is ever agreed on anywhere at 87%. Right. Ever. Right. But it's 87% thinks he's too old to serve. So I, I just, it, it, it really. He's not going to be the candidate anyway. Well, and that, that's certainly my Man, they're assumption. Sure, they're sure but, waiting a long time to well, pull the trigger. They well, they will. Who, uh, October you know, surprise. The, well, I'll tell you, one of the reasons <laughs> be that maybe long. they're waiting so long is they're going, Oh geez, who the heck are we yeah, gonna? Who, who's it gonna who, be? Who's it gonna because, be? Because Gavin Newsom, uh, he's got his own issues. Yes, obviously, he's that an he idiot. Can't, you know that, who it's gonna be? They're gonna get and, Nikki Haley to run. <laughs> She's uh, gonna switch. Yep. Uh, it's uh, you know, and Kamala. You know, somebody asked her the other oh, day. Please, are you? Are you ready if something happened? Oh yes, I'm ready to serve. She's so unlikable though, and she's an idiot. And an idiot. Uh, and I, you know, she, she makes these word salad statements, you know, and you're like, what in the world are you even talking about? It's, uh, you need yeah. to go watch spies like us and watch <laughs> Chevy Chase's character do a press conference. It's the best. It's exactly what she does. Yeah. Uh, are there any, are there any Uruguayans here? No. Okay. <laughs> well, the subsidies were not Uruguayan as it uh, as it as it were, but it, it, it uh, springs up. And then the mic it's, 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 it's out. It's, it's, and no more questions. Thank That's you. That's so good. Unstate. I've got to go. Uh, let's see, uh, Jeremy. You you have uh, there's some joke that you uh, want no. to tell. I think no? that would be after the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. I don't you think it's podcast appropriate. Okay, maybe. you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have said, "Hey, remember me." To yeah, tell me. No, okay. I, well, let's go to I the. Know let's what go you're to the. About. What are you saying, right? No, that must be a different hey, Jeremy. On never your... mind. <laughs> uh, the border bill. The border and, bill. And you know, it's interesting that this they call is the it. Joke. <laughs> they call it the border bill, even though it spends. And they're talking about the Ukrainian border. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, because the water bill altogether is like what $120 million, 20 million goes billion. to the border. Billion. Billion. 
Yes. It's very important you get the so B I'm in there. I'm doing my I'm kidding. doing my best Joe Biden impersonation. Right. 120 billion and only 20, 20 billion. billion goes to the border. Right. The rest goes to Ukraine, some goes to Israel, some goes to Taiwan. You know, some goes to so, other stuff. So here's the thing. This bill passed by the Senate in the late midnight hours or early With the hours, help of some Republicans. With the help of last some night, Republicans. Last night? Uh, a couple days ago. Okay. So the thing about it is something that I, a lot of people may not know this, but uh, has anybody ever thought, hey, what's the, why do we have a Senate and a House? And just real quickly, civic lesson for those who don't know, the House of Representatives are the reason that the numbers are the way they are is because they represent the people, right? Yep. The people. And so they have districts and they vote on them and so on and so forth. The Senate represents the states, which is different. And that's why every state has two because mm -hmm. the states have an equal seat at the table. The states are the ones that pass this bill. The state's representatives pass yep. this bill. That's what I want to say out loud because the House... It will. It's dead on arrival. Yep. But our two senators voted no. That's right. They well, did. I'm sure they did. Yes. But our two senators still suck. I know. But I'm just saying. But anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah. State yeah, of Oklahoma right. is still. They, they did. And yeah. you know. And here's the thing. You know, we talked here a couple of weeks ago about log rolling that you're not supposed to do here in Oklahoma. Although they try it every now and again, and the Supreme Court slaps them upside the head and says take this back and do it right. Mm -hmm. Well, you can do whatever you want to do in uh, Congress. That's right. why we have these omnibus bills that are 5,000 pages long that land on guys' desks four hours before they're supposed to take a vote. And uh, so all of this gets mangled up. You know, a border bill about our border there's Ukraine stuff in it and Taiwan stuff in it and Israel stuff in it and a whole bunch of other crap that has nothing to do with our southern border. Mm -hmm. And so, and Democrats and Republicans both do this. Right. And they, they do it in such a way that, okay, well, we know this side hates this, but we're going to throw in some stuff that they like. And so in order for them to get what they want, they're going to also have to give us what we want, even though they hate it. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And right now it's a lot of times it gums up the works and then they can use it in political ads. Oh, that's, you know, that's, in an election where yeah. they can say, well, so-and-so voted for this, yep. which is something that his constituents hate. Well, the reason he voted for it is to get this. Yes, is to get this, or what they like doing, or, or, or vice versa. Or what they like doing even more is putting in their uh, twenty million or five hundred million dollars for veterans, and then they they vote against it. Say, well, he voted against help for veterans. Right. Well, you know, mm. you bring up an excellent point, Tom Miller. I hate when I do that. Uh, I do too. It's, it's right rare, now. It's rare. You know, there there are and. Republicans, Tommy Tuberville, uh, the former football coach who's a senator now from Alabama, uh, is really fired up because the Biden administration, in their infinite wisdom, has decided to use veterans' health care in order to give health care to illegal aliens, <laughs> illegal immigrants. Wow. So Tommy Tuberville has uh, put a bill in the Senate, which I probably is not going to go anywhere. Still, though, I commend him for giving it a shot. 
He calls it the No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act. (laughs) And uh, he points out in this that some of this money that's supposed to go to our United States of America military veterans health care is being siphoned away from them to give to people who aren't from here, who are not citizens of the United States, who did not serve mm-hmm. in our military. And here's something else. Because there are so many illegals in the country, the United States has spent, at last count, $86 million on hotel rooms for illegals. $86 million for hotel rooms for illegals. Well, most you know of that's- how much the how much money they have spent on hotel rooms for homeless veterans? Not that. The big zero. Yeah. Well, zero. Most of that millions of dollars is because of the uh, of the um, um, what do they call it? The uh, stupidity. Well, no, the uh, I, anti-Americanism that is in the government now. Close, but no. I can't remember. I want to start a hotel. Okay, Joe. Joe Biden did. Uh, I totally Joe Biden that. You know, we, I totally Joe Biden that joke. Sorry. It's kind of funny. We've all had oh, our Joe mini, Biden moments It's mini bar today. charges. Sorry. I, that was the joke. Uh, oh. It's too late now. It's, it's, I, See, I, I thought I, you I were trying that. to be serious. No, I wasn't I think, though, any investors out there, I would like to start a hotel chain called The Sick Bird. The Sick Bird. Yes. Apparently, because there's going to be a lot of money in Ill Eagle... Oh, God. See, my mini bar bar one was better. (laughs) No, I like this one. Illegal? Uh, I mean, that's uh, really good. Thank you. That is really good. good. I like my mini bar one. All right, here's something else. (laughs) I just screwed it up. You know, the House impeached Mayorkas uh, late last night. Oh, they did. Yes, they did. It went through, huh? And, you know, a lot of people may think that. That was a waste of time, which in a way... Everything they do is a waste of time. It was a waste of time. Most everything they do is a waste of time. Because there's no way the U.S. Senate is going to convict Mayorkas because it's controlled by the Democrats. And even if the Senate did convict Mayorkas and kicked him out of office, what does it matter? Mm -hmm. Because Joe Biden is still the president. He's just going to replace Mayorkas with some other uh, guy. In fact, Mayorkas actually early on in this, kind of according to that Axios uh, report that talked about all the conflict that's going on within the Biden administration, that Mayorkas pushed back on Biden's efforts to totally open up the border mm. and he got you know yelled at and uh, i don't know what you're worried about though because kamala is the uh border czar and she's all over it so you know she and in this axios report that came out kamala was mentioned in there where she was and all the infighting that's going on and she said she wasn't really put in charge of the border although i seem to remember that's what Biden I don't know said. what you when you call yourself the, the border czar. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> it's hard right. to mistake what she, that is. She said she <laughs> said that her mission was just the route of migration. 
why all these people were coming from Central American countries. Well, guess what? It's really not that way anymore. They're not Most coming of from the Central people American the migration czar. They're coming then. through. They're coming through. And some, of them, some of them aren't even doing that. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of boats, you know, come ashore up San Diego, right. dumping them off there. And then here's something that, here's something that's a little scary. Uh, illegal immigration is up 10 times in the last seven years. Seven years ago, there were a little over 300,000 illegal immigrants getting into the United States. Last year, last year, over 3 million. Mm. So it's gone from 300,000 to 3 million. And that's what they know about. You know, it's they believe the number is probably three times that that are actually coming in. Now, here's the thing that's concerning. <laughs> that's because that's not <laughs> evidently. Just say <laughs> this concerns me more. Uh, the amount of Chinese coming in. Yes, I know the amount of Chinese coming in. I, I read you the uh, the percentage increase of Chinese nationals coming into the United States in just really the last couple of years, <laughs> it's up 4,344%. Hmm. There have been in just this year, and we're only at the middle of February, just this year, 20,000 Chinese nationals. Yep. And the majority, the vast majority of that number, men, no women, no children. And they're of military age, like 20 to 35-ish. Mm. In all of 2021, there were 450 Chinese nationals coming into the country. Tell me that's in not the invasion. entire year of 2021. Mm -hmm. So far in the first 6 weeks of this year, 20,000. Yes, it's an invasion. Mm -hmm. It is an absolute. Was that another invasion? Pun? An invasion. Oh, uh, you know. uh, there's a couple <laughs> of Asian uh, they're on fire today. Dun, dun, dun. There's a couple of other uh, interesting things going on. You Two know, and a half uh, minutes. Tony uh, Bobolinsky has been testifying for the uh, House Oversight Committee. He's Hunter's partner in the whole right. Chinese thing. And he is, not that the mainstream media is even talking about this, but Tony Bobolinsky is talking about um, how uh, President Biden was totally involved in all of this and he has cell phone records i mean emails all kinds of stuff that he's turned over to the committee and had gone to the fbi and said hey i got all of it you know i know of course it's the biden doj so most of them are interested but this isn't something that he's making up mm. this is actual stuff and here's something else is interesting there's a new report out today by an investigative reporter, a couple of investigative reporters, one of them, Matt Taibbi, who used to work for National TV, but he's you know, the one once that they, broke the Twitter files. Yes, yes, the Twitter file story. That, and this report, they have evidence that President Obama and the CIA, 
some of those guys like Brennan and Clapper and all those idiots set up Russiagate and that the real reason that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago in the fashion that they did, which is full-on like he was a Colombian drug lord, Mm -hmm. was to find a missing top-secret binder with all of of the details contained as to how the whole thing was a setup from the get-go and how they did it, who was involved in it, and all like this. And they've not been able to find it. So they're afraid, according to this, the deep state, uh, that Trump has it. And, and the only reason that will he'll, that'll come out in uh, late October. October surprise. The October surprise, or you know, maybe and that's it'll just come to out, make sure uh, he stays alive. Well, you know, there's <laughs> can, I have concerns about Trump. I also have concerns about Bobby Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, with some of the things that he's talked about. Yep. And you know, the Biden administration. You know, Bobby Kennedy has requested <laughs> Secret Service. And the Biden administration has denied that. You know, and here's Jeez. a guy whose father and uncle were assassinated. Yeah. And yeah. he has had numerous death threats. Yep. And no, you're not going to get secret, really. So, well, okay. that means he's probably fine because the Biden administration knows they're the one that's going to do the killing. So what's the well point? either that or we'll just lay off him until the clinton foundation yeah because what is it now that 56 i believe the number is 56 suicides. of their associates uh you know committed suicide <laughs> most by hanging and whose bodies were found with two bullet holes in the right. backs of their heads yeah but the cause of death but was you know hanging. suicide uh Whatever. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to hit on? Well, that's it. It's, we're done. We're, we're over oh, time. Okay. Well, Masters, I keep mentioning to talk about uh, Masters of the Air. This has been great. Oh, yeah. New episodes every Friday. It's really, really well done about the uh, the uh, bomber crews of B-17s and World War II. Just mm, really, really extraordinary really good all right that'll do it for oh law and order SBU. let's throw this in there one of the latest episodes they brought a guy in for questioning and the rape of a woman and the guy said i didn't do this and he says what what did she say about me and the cop says well she says you held a gun to her head and he said no i didn't i don't even own a gun i'm a democrat (laughs) okay I was just, I had to laugh out loud. Wow. All right, that'll do it for us. We're over time. I'm Randy Renner. I'm Jeremy Griffin. I'm Cupid. (laughs) It's Valentine's Day. That's true. It is Valentine's Day. That'll do it for us. We're back again next Wednesday unless the Chinese turn the lights out. All right. Be with us for that extraordinary trip down another rabbit hole on the next edition of Scatter Shooting. Shooting.